Alright, fucking quiet on the fucking set. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to ask that age-old question. What can you offer? My name is John Cross. I'm sitting here with Alex Royal. And Alex, we have a special guest today. We do have a special guest. I'm particularly excited for this one considering that uh, I'm the one that booked it. Oh, I it see. Out. Because John, all John does is just record and talk shit and people think that he knows something. By the way, Haskell, your buddy's here. He's outside. I see him. Cut him off. Cut him off. He's across the street. Cut him off. Hut, 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 hut. Cut him off um, before he, he comes in and makes the fucking uh, So we're, uh, we're recording for the OK Exclusive interviews today, and I told everybody, dude, his uncle's not hanging out in here with us. I'm sorry. Oh. Not happening. Um, not a play. thing. Not a thing. No Markskis in here. One foot. No Markskis. Is that his dad? And Tommy, I know you're listening, but sorry, bro. Just, it, doesn't work like, it doesn't work like that. Anyway, so... Um, we got derailed less than 60 seconds into this. I know, this. man. We'll, 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 we'll get there. So we're, we're recording some okay... Dude, cut him off. Like, tell him you're going to go record something. And just for the fans, so you know, we got a lot of people in here, so it's... You know. Yeah, yeah. Let them know that we're breaking all the rules of the government right now. We're in the middle of a pod ski, so Tommy, I, I'm literally looking at you right now in your Deadpool hat and your uncle's outside, but we're hitting a pod right now. And, hey, but you can go out there and cut him off if you want, but tell him we're potting. Don't lock him out, just tell him. Anyway, so this, this has been a very uh, amusing minute and 37 seconds into this podcast. Long to a short, listen, we're recording OK Exclusive interviews today. Right. The Chase will be interviewed, Haskell will be interviewed. Um, XCal will be interviewed. So what we said is, we're, hey, everyone show up at 2.30 for your interviews. Well, God damn it, it's only 1.48 and people are rolling up here. So um, Yeah, XCal, what the fuck are you doing yeah, here? Anyway, so XCal, XCal not, not the introduction XCal once, but that's but what it he's gets. Getting on this XCal podcast. is right here with us in this podcast. I'm very excited for this one because I want to ask XCal all kinds of questions from TCW to American Idol to Jimmy Wang Yang. Oh my I want to know all the stuff. Ooh. All the details. <laughs> this For, is weird that I, I made it yeah. on time. It, 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 it's it's early. Hey, what, you're early. It's odd. I know it, you, you are. You're well, breaking your reputation. But, yeah. It's so. like Doggins. Doggins is always dogging XCal for being late. Well, you know, fuck him. He's not here. He's doing, he's doing isn't his he, thing. Isn't he? Doesn't he always Let, do let's, that? Let's like, call time? Balls. Let's, let's, we should all catch up on just a, uh, before we get into like the, the nitty gritty. The dirty details. Let's let's catch up in a world of uh, of viral pandemics that we're living in right now. So, um, what's a, what's a day in the life of you guys looking like right now, Alex? What are you doing on a day to day basis? What's going on? I still work as usual. Still doing the same. <laughs> yeah, nothing, still... nothing too major changed for you just yet. No, we're working as world. usual, like we covered as last time. Business still moves on. Right um, on. Still doing the deal. Working out indoors solo. So. Um, at home workouts, but uh, this isn't about me, you know. And we all know what John's doing. John's a negative Nancy, posting online all the time, and then, uh, you know. But uh, you know, I'm pretty much the most positive guy. In the I want to take advantage. I'm only negative on here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's I want to take advantage of the time we have. Xcal here. Xcal, I want to know what you've been up to, man. Well, uh, thankfully, you know, both of my jobs were affected by this, so right. I don't have to do shit really. Fucking hey. I'm just taking care of my kid. Really, not a lot has changed because I was kind of a homebody. Yeah. Anyway, because I was, you know, raising a new newborn or whatever. Your new dad, yeah. Um, so, not much really changed other than, you know, getting to go to work and have some income. That was pretty cool. But thankfully, my it's wife. It's overrated, really. Basically, my wife, uh, common law, I guess. Mm, um, yeah. She's a, a registered nurse, so. Mm. She she bank she's the breadwinner she makes the money so like I'm really thankful and and you know especially right now people need nurses so yeah she's got job security got unlike job. I did she can, so. work, she can work anywhere not a lot's changed but I mean I am starting to get like cabin fever right and do you find yourself getting crazy making the kids bottle like bartender style <laughs> <laughs> not yet I I um uh, I know vodka like will help. Once they're around two, two or three, but yeah. <clears throat> right now, I'm just sticking to the formula. Oh, there you go. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's uh, make him a white Russian. It's cool. It's cool to have you on. Um, you know, new dad, back on the wrestling scene a little bit. Just had your first MMA fight. What was it, about a year ago? Something like that. Uh, yeah, to? last July. So I mean, you, you've been you've been busy. You chase people down and quick trip and go viral. Man, 
Only pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. I don't chase <laughs> random people around. I, I don't have the cardio for it. So so we hop around on this podcast. So like while while we're here on this hot topic. So um I don't know the backstory at all, but I do know that you went viral and everybody like, you know, shared like tons of support, you know, for you. So long story short, I'll let you fill in the details, but X Cal shows up to a quick trip sees a pedophile and chases him around the store and the guy is running from him like a scared little bitch. Bro, stop! <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, like, uh, the guy's notorious around Tulsa and, you know, pretty much the region mm. for being a guy that preys on young girls and he, like, brags about it. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's 16, so it's legal in Oklahoma. And I'm like, eh, but is it still cool? You're, like, 27 or whatever, right, 28. Right. I don't know. It's still it's it's fucked up to me. I don't, I don't. I'm not with that shit. And being a parent to yeah. it, especially, like, really strikes a nerve with me. So, I was at QT one night, and I happened to see him in there. So I was like, shit. I was paying for my stuff at the time, and I saw him come in, and I didn't want to make eye contact with him because I knew if he saw me, yeah. he would like instantly run away. <laughs> so like, I just waited. I went, paid for my shit, went outside, and <laughs> waited in my car, and I was like. I better film this just for yeah. my safety, like, in case whatever happens, you know, yeah. have some evidence. But, yeah, I pretty much just chased him and scared the shit out of him. Knocked the water out of his hand. I, I definitely could have probably caught him. Like, I'm, I'm definitely sure I could have, but uh, I'm glad I didn't because I don't need that kind of jail time and sure, all that sure. shit so i was like i'm just glad you escaped without going to jail yeah <laughs> you know, like i was scared there for a minute because i i heard or somebody sent me an anonymous tip of a screen from the police and it showed like somebody had called in you know a complaint about it but i don't think the da was going to pick it up they, they, I think they know about this guy. I could just see the news right now. Registered MMA fighter. You know, <laughs> I, that was something I was worried about, man. too. Like, I could lose my license for a little shit like that. So, Yeah, don't you guys... I've always heard this. I don't know. But don't isn't there a number you're supposed to tell them if you're like... Say someone confronts you. It's like, hey, I am licensed. Here's my number. I don't know. Notify. Like that, that could be for pros or something. I'm still yeah. an ammy. But I know Like I, I used to hear old stories, like martial arts stories, when people have their black belt at like... I gotta tell him beforehand because yeah. I'm like registered <laughs> lethal weapon or whatever. I am a black belt. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But I, I know that you could probably get your license revoked if you're just out causing yeah. bar fights and well, being I've a seen, piece of uh, shit. I've seen tons of uh, memes shared. Like you know, Quick Chip has the little safe place pull with the button. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like Quick Chip's a safe place for everyone. Dot dot dot. Except Alexander Sweet. <laughs> And I'm like, it's fucking XCal kicked all this off, and it had like thousands of shares and support. And you, go I think, to before his... it got like deleted, it was almost at forty five thousand views in like a couple days. I was like, shit. He went. People to his love page. to see the drama. He went to his page. He was like, he got lucky or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> none of my none of my shit. wrestling or none of my music or any of that shit ever like blows up with forty thousand views. But you add a little drama, and people will. Grab at it. I read, I read the comments on it, and I was just reading, it and they're like, "This no lie bastard targeted this one dude." Like, oh, dude, I he, had my fair share of hate too. He wouldn't yeah. do anything to anybody if they did to the face. I'm like, you don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was called everything, you know, like a pussy and all this shit. I even got called a predator myself, really? like in a different way though. Like, I'm like, uh, sure, call little... me a predator against pedophiles. I'll take that. All of his oh. little, all of his little cronies. Um, we're running a business here, folks. It's okay. We um, so we'll tone down the uh, the profanity for a second. But, um, you know, basically it's one of those things where I'm sure he has his fair share of, you know, specific fans and, you know, and, and they probably have similar feelings and whatnot. So His are 13 years old. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of young girls that he's, you know, took chocolates to at their school or something. Groomed. But, um, yeah, that's true. But anyway, yeah, but my thing with X-Cal is, like, I, I, you, hear the sto- you hear stories of X-Cal all the time, and it's like, did he... Tim says it best. He goes, it's not a gimmick for X-Cal. Yeah. He really is the worst <laughs> guy ever is what Tim says. And then I hear stories of like, you know, X-Cal punching somebody in a bar and the guy makes a status and is like, I just got beat up by the guy cocaine yeah. or something like that. Or I slapped that guy actually. He thought it was a punch. I was like, dude, if I were to punch you, it would have been a little different. 
I just I, I hear these I hear these horror stories, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just glad I'm on the right side with Excalibur. When like, it comes to untrained people, I have a really good fair yeah. chance. He's the Kindle slice <laughs> of Oklahoma, ladies and gentlemen. So. Oh, um, anyway, John, you got anything to say? I got nothing. What you got? I'm, I'm just talking. This is just good conversation. <laughs> this is a good conversation. All right, so let's hop around. I want to hear, dude, I've heard for years the American Idol gimmick, and people always like to throw it up in promos. Like, you know, Doc Black said it at OKX1. I think Barrett might have mentioned it or something, but it's like, you know, people throw up that you, you, know, you made it through the first round of American Idol. You know, I want to know that whole experience. Sam, my wife and I are watching American Idol right now, which John hates singing shows, but <laughs> yeah. we're watching it. So, like, I'm enamored by, you know, the process. So yeah, I was out. always, like, a big closet fan of that show. Like, I used to get made fun of for watching it, especially my musician friends. Mm-hmm. They would be like, oh, you watch that shit. That's lame. Blah, blah, blah. You're selling out. Blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> like, I saw that they were coming to OKC, and I was, I've always wanted to audition, but they would always be, like, way the fuck out of the way. and yeah, be, like, yeah, in yeah. California or something. So I never had the chance. And then, so in 2012, I saw they were going to OKC. I was like, well, I have to go. I, I just have to. It's like falling to my lap. So I went, uh, it was in late July for the cattle call, the one where they have 10,000 people yeah, yeah. and all that. I stayed the night with uh, Seven, the wrestler Seven, yeah. Miguel, yeah, 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 yeah. like the night Seven. before yeah. since he lives uh, in OKC. So uh, I went early from his house, waited in line, and I dressed in my midnight flyer attire like i had the mask and full wrestling gear nice. yeah so i was like there's no way i'm gonna be a better singer than all these people but at least i'll right, stand right. out and so i went i sang my song the way you make me feel by michael jackson then uh another person went and i think that was it for my line and they uh called the girls up and like sent them away and then they were like hey you come here they were like, so it says you're a pro wrestler. That makes a lot of sense since you're dressed like this. And they were like, we honestly thought you were going to be a joke, but you actually sound pretty good whenever you were singing, so we're going to give you another chance. And I was just like, wow, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, like, yeah. I just came here on a whim. Yeah, yeah. And so I go through, fill out all this paperwork that's ridiculous, and then they call me or email me like uh, – month and a half later and they're like all right round two and three are going to be in the same day and i think that was in october and it was like the night after i opened up for afro man like because i got high guy yeah i Um, bet you love that oh yeah it was fun it was back before he was smacking bitches on stage yeah (laughs) but uh uh, yeah i know like (laughs) yeah so uh, we do round two and round three on the same day. And, like, I did The Way You Make Me Feel Again, and then I did one of my original songs. And yeah. they're like, all right, well, you're a wrestler. Okay, well, you're good enough to go through to the next round. I get to the next round, and I sing Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder, yeah. which I've never sang before in my life and never have since then. Uh, but it just felt right in the moment. Right, 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 like, right, right. Okay. But it says you also rap, so give us some of the rap. So yeah. I did a, another original song. And then, like, with the executive producers, I got, like, a... I had three guys that said they all liked me. And then one, Nigel Lithgow, was just mm. like, I don't see the appeal. <laughs> I, he's like, I think America might like you, but, like, I, I don't think you're going to make it far on this show. But you don't need my vote, so you, you made it through. Thanks, then. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, that's the most backhanded compliment I've yeah, ever yeah, had. Yeah. So then, like, a month or so later, you go to where you actually meet the celebrities. And you had uh, Randy Jackson, Mariah mm-hmm. Carey, Nicki Minaj, and Keith Urban. I went in. I did Billionaire by Bruno Mars and Travis McCoy. I wrote my own little rap. Did that, got like a split decision. Two no, or I got a no from Randy and a no from uh, Mariah, then a yes from Nikki and Keith, and then Keith was the tiebreaker. And he was like, Well, uh, since we're in Oklahoma, it's my turn to have the final say. And I say, You're going to Hollywood. And I was just like, Completely like, What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. believe this. Because I thought it was all going to come to an end there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was just riding the wave, sure. I guess. Uh, and that time, the last time was the only time my like friends and yeah. my chick came with me, so that was kind of cool. Like to go out and be like, 
I got a fucking golden ticket. I don't yeah. know how this happened, but yeah. And then once I got out to Hollywood, though, like a month later or so, um, I it really became apparent once I like got in the airport and then to the the hotel where they were yeah. keeping us that uh, once like. I'm with the rest that they found. I'm not. I'm no longer a big fish. You know, I was mm-hmm. like good at the moment. I always had cameras following me in Oklahoma because I was yeah. probably interesting for the Oklahoma auditions. Yeah. This wrestler, rapper, whatever. And so, like, I, I just kind of saw the writing on the wall, and I didn't really take it that serious. So, I went out and got plastered with my friends that live out there. One of which is like uh, David Cook. Like he won American oh, Idol. Yeah, his, yeah. One of his guitar players at the time, Neil Teeman. I was mm. hanging out with him and getting drunk and yeah, kind of like just didn't take it serious. The next day, like I, I missed the call time by like twenty minutes. I woke up with my roommate waking me up like, hey, hey, we gotta go. And then uh, the cameraman is in there and he's filming me and I'm like, fuck off. They actually dubbed my voice <laughs> and made it say. Leave me alone. And it wasn't even my voice when they showed it, but yeah. movie magic. <laughs> there you go, man. TV magic. That's so right. crazy. But, uh, yeah, so, like, and then on the way into the audition in Hollywood, I got caught with – I had a big fucking bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey in my backpack because the whole time during auditions, we were all drinking in line. We would, like, pour whiskey in the Coke bottles because you're only allowed to have Coke because they were yeah. the sponsor. Otherwise, they'll blur it out. Uh, so we just pour our whiskey in the Coke bottle and drink the whole time. Like, I drank with the runner-up that year, Cree Harrison. Like, <laughs> took pills with her and shit. We were the yeah. bad kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the cigarette smokers at the time. I, I quit, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there nice. you go. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't really take the <clears throat> Hollywood audition very serious. In retrospect, I wish I would have. If I would have, like... Uh, I did TV production in school. Yeah. If I would have done that before and had the knowledge of what mm-hmm. TV producers look for, I would have probably hammed it up a lot more. Probably would have wore the wrestling outfit and all that right. shit. But, uh, you know, I just wasn't thinking it through. I was just, hey, this is fun. Yeah. I'm going to ride it until it stops. And, You're yeah. thinking about trying again? Uh, well, I'm too old. Like that, oh, really? that was literally my last year that I was I forget it's like to. 30 cutoff, isn't it? It's like 28. Is it? Wow. I hate. We're watching this season. It's really the season. The season's really good, but I feel like now American Idol is so much more hammed up on purpose. Like even the even yeah. like Luke and Katie and Lionel, it's like it's all pre-planned and shot like a movie. I feel like they got that from X Factor. When uh, you remember the show X Factor, yeah, with like, Simon. Yeah, it was very brief, but they kind of shot that like a reality show, like a really like yeah. they were. The, the camera, like, they would have, like, this casual conversation, but all the camera work was just awesome. Like, yeah. getting cuts from, like, all different angles. You could tell it was really handy. I like the four. The which one? The four. Oh, yeah, I've heard it's of like that. See, I don't... And the, like, that's the four. <clears throat> it's called the four. Yeah, there's so many different ones. There's, that there's I, like there's yeah. like four chairs, and if you're a new opponent come out, you get to challenge whoever's in the four chairs, and then that person has to come down and basically challenge you. It's really good. That's weird. It's I've heard of the Mass Singer too. I, I yeah. haven't watched it, but I haven't watched that one either. But it's like uh, with back back to American Idol is like I feel like they have their favorites. It's like, I feel like Lionel and Luke and them is like, it's almost like they're talking to the producers behind the scenes and they're like, all right, this guy's marketable, this guy's marketable. I actually yeah. got outvoted by the producer in Hollywood. Really? So, like, they don't show that on tape. It was another split decision. I sang uh, Sugar, We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy and, like, had the same uh, split decision thing where Randy yeah. and Mariah were no, Keith and Nikki were same yes. Same people were no. And then Nigel, the guy from the executive producer rather, was not a big fan of me. He was the one that outvoted me. And it probably didn't help that I was such an ass and, like, missed my call time. Right. Yeah. And, like, I ran down stairs with no shoes on, and they were like, oh, my God, can you go back out and come back in so we can get that on camera? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though, because like, they, they want shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, they yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. And the fact is that's you being authentic, and that this is different. Like, I've I watched the show, and by the way, I really, truly love talking about this because John is zoned the fuck out right now. <laughs> well, I, and I love it because I'm usually zoned out when he's talking like, about. I've, I think I've said this before, but America searches for singers like other countries search for fucking water. 
like you know like people <laughs> dying of thirst in places that's how america acts about fucking singing so yeah. i mean these singing yeah. shows have gotten a little out of hand i also like to yeah. play it up a little bit you know just because like my wife loves all these shows and so like i and i'm not whipped like Alex, I don't have to sit there and watch TV with my wife all the time. I, I enjoy the show. So John, John doesn't love his wife. I am bro. usually down the hallway, but I have to suffer from like the echo of the fucking the the voice or whatever from the living room or whatever, Sorry, it's and not her clapping. And then I walk by and I, I look and I'm like, oh my god, I thought Kelly Clarkson was hot. She got fucking fat, oh. ugly. Like what the fuck? She That's the did. voice, actually. That's, that's all not, I got. That's not politically correct. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing. Last week I, I fucking last week I got I, I got crucified for going off on yeah. you know there only being two genders. So I mean this week I can Woo. talk about singers yeah. all along. You know. Okay. So let's, let's 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 finish up this topic. The reason why I love I wanted these stories straight from Excal and not from third parties because Excal is authentic. So it's like. If he says it, it's legit. It's not hamming up just to ham it up. Sure, sure. And I, I love it because I watch the show, mm-hmm. okay, and I, I'm watching American Idol, and I see them put guys on the show that their voice isn't that great, but their characters yeah, tremendous. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you, are you watching this season by chance? I haven't watched it. Really okay, there's this kid that's like wears these mud boots with cut off jean shorts and a long ass mullet and glasses, and just like probably has never been laid in his life, and like. Just because he's that, they're like, oh, we love him, you yeah. know? And like, you can just tell the producers are like, this would be a great story. Oh, yeah. like, have you ever noticed, like, what, whatever year it is, whatever the winner is that year, look at how, what's popular, popular music. Yeah. Like, the year Philip Phillips won, like, Mumford and Sons was the hot shit at that time. So uh, they, they fucking got a guy that sounds like Mumford and Sons. Right, right. He won American yeah. Idol. And, you know, I, I've I've seen that a lot throughout the years with winners. So yeah, a lot of them you see that win it, though. Yeah. Like, there's only a handful of them that actually continue the career. Like, oh yeah, up. like and actually still yeah, have something. Think I, about, I think Daughtry did. That's really what I was about well. to say. Daughtry did he win it or did, was he? He like, was like fourth place, I believe. But he he had a he had a really big hit come out shortly after. Yeah, like, home, like, yeah, going home or whatever. And his I, I think was like the fastest in uh, soundscan history at the time for a rock debut. Oh album. yeah. So he did really well, and Adam Lambert, to his credit, I mean, he's doing pretty well. He, like, did Glee. He yeah. uh, sang for Queen. Yeah, he's Steve. Doing he, tours and shit. He, he, he still, still sings does with him, stuff. Yeah. So and, He was in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. He was, uh, oh, shit, you know I didn't that? know that. No. He was, um, okay, so he, weird, and for people that don't get it, don't get it, but, you know, obviously Freddie Mercury's gay, Adam Lambert, you know, he's gay. I don't know. Like I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to fuck. I don't want to say something. No, he is. Okay, so he's gay. He's, let me say. Let me say. He's gay. He's okay. Gay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he's gay. There you go. I didn't want to. John. John's all about. I, I'll edit that out. I said. John said so, it. Not so there's a scene in Bohemian Rhapsody to where Freddie Mercury's on the tour and he's talking to his wife on the payphone and the trucker gets out. And him and that trucker make awkward eye contact, and the trucker heads to the bathroom. Remember that scene? Mm. I, I never watched it. No, no, no. Oh, please go watch it. it. Well, yeah. it's, it's it's Adam Lambert. Me but neither, but I know what happens in the bathroom. <laughs> it's Adam Lambert, but he's done up like with like a huge oh, mustache and okay. truckers. So, like he's underneath all that. And that's like a nod to like oh a nod for like a you know hey I'm saying yeah, now used right to. on. It's pretty dude, cool. I love yeah. Adam Lambert, dude. I'm a huge fan. I loved him on the show. Uh, I even bought his like debut album after the show, and I follow his crew. You know, I like him, and he's a handsome man. Yeah. Like if I were a gay man, that's <laughs> definitely the one I'd be going for. Josh hey. likes Josh likes Queen. I'm not a bear guy, you know. I don't Josh like hair. Queen so much that he watched it twice. <laughs> I do it. I would I would love to go see him live. I would love to go see him live, like singing for yeah. Queen or his original shit. Dude, I I mean I'm telling you, I love I love singing movies. I don't know what the deal is. Like Rockstar. Have you seen Rockstar? I love Rockstar with oh Mark Wahlberg. Oh my Walmart. god, thank Mark you. <laughs> this is yes. on this is now. my this is my podcast. He's like, doing it on purpose now. <laughs> okay, I John love that movie. John oh. crucified me for that movie. Some of my musician friends hate that too. They're like, fuck, this is just like some American Idol shit you would like yeah, that. Dude. It doesn't have nothing to do with the singing, but I hate it though. <laughs> dude. It has to do oh, with they the have fact a couple that it's a bad movie. Dude, but it, okay. First of all, the songs are great. Stand the end, the ending song to all where young. yeah, that one at the one. end, which is actually a verb pipe song, colorful. colorful. My favorite yes. slow song oh, of all time. I love that song. Shawn Michaels used that in his retirement. It was a retirement video that used colorful, and I was like, hmm. my favorite wrestler, my favorite slow song, one of my favorite movies. Like, hey, they, that happened they, to me they, too. I'm like, they know, <laughs> they know I'm watching. Disturbed like, played Stone Cold's music, and I was like, my favorite band, my favorite wrestler. So, guys, I've become. Casual friends with. You didn't care with, if I can relate to it. <laughs> I, I've, I've become casual friends with Josie Scott. I was about to, was about to ask there you about go. that. Like I met him. Uh, my my chick's uh, cousin is Monkey from Corn. Mm-hmm. So we went to their show. Like I'm a huge back fan in, of Corn. 
Lies. I, really? I love corn. I didn't. I didn't. Know I that. absolutely love corn. I have a fun. Well, we're doing this on my phone, or I would show you my current gym playlist, which is like eighty percent corn, and then like fucking ten percent Aussie, ten percent Disturbed, and I have it labeled as like my middle school track because like it takes me right back to middle school. That's but, surprising. Like, I love corn, though. man. Like I wish I was into them as first a- band I ever saw live. Corn. No shit. Yeah. That's crazy. That's cool. Like, I, I wish I was into it way more than, like, I am. Yeah. But I, I still remember them from, you know, when I was younger. I, I loved all their singles. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I never went out and bought any of the albums. But anyway, I was yeah, uh, yeah, at his, their, their show, and we went to hang out with her cousin in the back. And then one of the other guys, Head, came in. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, uh, Josie Scott's kids want to meet Monkey. And he's like, do you mind if they come in? He's like, no, sure. I was like, wait, Josie Scott? He's like... Yeah, he's out here. You want to meet him? I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he brought Josie in there and his kids. And then, like, I found out Josie lives in Owasso. Yeah. Because uh, his, like, kid introduced himself to me at first. And I was like, oh, where are you guys from? And they were like, Owasso. I was like, yeah. holy shit, we're from Tulsa. So uh, Monkey was like, yeah, you guys should, yeah, hook up or whatever, you know, talk. So we follow each other on the Instagrams now. Nice. Keep a open, open, uh, conversations going or whatever yeah josie scott um used to come out for celebrate recovery here in claremore it's like um a local get together for you know ex you know alcoholics rather i heard and josie scott would be like a guest like speaker and and leader so ladies would come in here and be like did you know josie scott's in town and i'm like oh no shit and then we were promoting okx1 and jeremy is manager at come and go here in town and jeremy called me goes dude josie scott just came in to come and go I was like, he's, he's like, yeah. And um, Jeremy said he started talking to him casually, like not knowing. And Jeremy was like, yeah, we're, he's from OKX. He's like, yeah, this wrestling show we're doing, you can bring your kids. And I don't know if Jeremy knew it was Josie or not or if he was just promoting it. And Josie's like, yeah, I've done some work with wrestling before. Because yeah. he fucking did WrestleMania's yeah, theme dude, song. I, I yeah, I had no like, idea like how much. I, I forgot. They even had an old Confidential. You remember that WWE show, Confidential? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think it was one of those where he was on there. Oh, excuse me, guys. No laws with the claws. But um, oh. but he was on there. They were like he he met up with uh, Jim Johnston, the yeah yeah the, the music WWE guy, from, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they did like a whole thing together. But yeah, I didn't realize how much he was involved in that. But I did tell him about the wrestling. I was trying to get him to go to the WFC show to watch me yeah. against Barrett. But yeah. fucking coronavirus fucked all yeah. our plans up. Absolutely. Coronavirus is undefeated, bro. For real. Yeah. But anyway, he was Jeremy was trying to get him to come to the show. He's like, man, if I can get free, I'll absolutely come. I told Jeremy, I was like, man, like we have so much buzz for because OKX one we did okay. Corona's kicking OKX2's ass too, but yeah. it's like one we had so much buzz. It was like, man, fucking Josie Scott showed up, yeah. and we could get him to like do something at the intermission, like an announcement. Like that would just set us apart, you know. And yeah. it, it didn't happen, but he in would retrospect, sing the it would fucking have been national awesome. anthem. Yeah, yeah. I wow. feel like he just wants to kind of glide under the radar, like. But I did hear they're about to put out. They're working on a new album or something. Like he's coming back, and yeah, they're they're big wrestling fans though. So I yeah. I, I think hopefully. Hopefully I can get him to come to OKX2. Yeah. What about Creed? Are you a Creed fan? Hell no. You don't like Creed? There was really? like a time when I was younger, like I'll say 11th grade. Yeah. I, oh, because of those goddamn WWE videos, yeah. my sacrifice. Okay, yeah. so maybe I liked Creed a little bit. I loved Creed back then. For, for that reason, <laughs> I, I enjoyed Creed, but no, I can't say I'm a Creed fan. I do have a Creed story that I can't tell you until we turn the podcast <laughs> off. So we'll tell that in a future date on the pod, but I do have a Creed Scott story for Stapp. you. Creed, that's what I'm saying, Scott Stapp. Like he, they came back, they had a tour, and then I don't know if he got like pilled up again or what, but... Yeah, I've yeah. heard that guy's a piece of shit. I've heard that too. <laughs> Scott Stapp produced good music when he's pilled up. Shawn Michaels produced good matches, and Eminem produced good raps. Like, I'm telling you, don't, uh, don't get Sean. off the drugs, guys. Shawn unpilled right here. He looks like a fucking fool. Here's the thing, though. Shawn could have totally wrestled. It should have been a triple threat this year. He shouldn't have been referee. What do you think? Like, do you think he should have stayed retired? Or, like, not had that Saudi match? Was it in Saudi Arabia? No, it was Australia. Right? Absolutely, he should have stayed. Retired. I don't hate Ugh. the guy. I don't hate the guy for making that money, though. I mean, whatever. Man. What, what, like? After all, the, after all the fucking years that I he do. stayed away, yeah. like I don't yeah, get it. I, like I'm sure he hate been offered way it's, more money. It's purely I bet fucking he got six, seven mil. It's for purely that. selling your soul. And now, mostly for the part of he, he probably like I've never heard him discuss it, but I would imagine that he did it as much as of a favor to like if if I'm sure there, yeah. there's you know with Vince and Triple H and all that stuff. I'm sure like if they really wanted him to do it, obviously they did. 
he did him a favor, whatever. But like, really, there's no reason other than money, and that's a sad fucking reason. So I, I don't. Yeah. Especially when you already have. If he would have, the money if he would have done it, and then it would have led to a WrestleMania match. That's such a shitty match. Yeah. yeah that's it, that's what. If I, it would have, yeah. if it would have yeah. led to a WrestleMania match with like AJ or Daniel yeah. Bryan, and then like you know. Yeah, that was the cat. But, like, I that's not bad. what happened. Yeah, yeah. Sean has said in interviews though that he's like, I don't look at that as a match. He's that's like, why that. I fucking hate that he yeah. came back, and that's what he came back to. Yeah. He's like, that's that. my. He's like, he's like, that was presented to me as, you go out, you play your greatest hits, and you leave. He's like, that wasn't me being Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that was a fucking match though. So fucking, it was. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it was. And I, he was bald. But here's is the that thing. the one that Triple H like, but like he. Fucked something up. Yeah, right course yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That shit looked awful. Like he tore his peg. Now here's that. the thing. Yeah. Here's one thing Match you can say about Sean. Total shit, and Sean has to. Sean. Sean switches into yeah. his fucking zone, and yeah. Sean carries the match with Taker, Kane, and Triple H after yeah. being retired for fucking. He totally, he totally does, and I agree. You know, like, I, I totally it wasn't agree. great, but you you can see Sean. I hated it, but it, absolutely, Sean was the the only thing that like saved that match from being I don't know the main event of WrestleMania. From fucking when Taker uh, and Reigns wrestled each other, like I mean, you know, what I mean, I watched that yesterday. Oh uh, yeah, I saw the and like my throat is sore from all the bile that like bubbled up in it as I'm fucking watching one of my favorite yeah. wrestlers of all time to base himself in there. Did oh you, god! Did you watch the? You don't got the network. You might have watched it. The there's a new WWE Untold out with Angle and Michaels. I'd like to watch that. Yeah, dude. I watched it last night and like... That's one of my favorite matches. Well, we talked about that on yeah. our list, but like that's one of my favorite matches of all time. So. Angle was like, it's, it's my favorite favorite match I ever had. They started talking about it and then basically they met up to go over their match like yeah. before WrestleMania. Angle said that Sean walked through the door and looked at him and was just like, I'm not scared of you. And, yeah. and, and he said, Angle was just like, I was like, what? Like, I'm pretty easy guy to work with. He's yeah. like, Sean was just like, I just want to let you know, I'm not scared of you. And Angle said, I'm guessing he's probably thinking like... Because I'm amateur, like, you know, I could just kind of take liberties if I want. Oh, yeah. And Sean wanted to let me know, like, I'm going to hold my own, motherfucker. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, and then, like, I, I was just ridiculous. It's just stupid, but. That's not going to happen. It's balls. <laughs> like, yeah. I watched. I'll give him balls points, but. Shit. I put on the uh, Shawn Michaels documentary from, like, 07. I was falling asleep. It was, like, 1 in the morning. And I put it on. I was going to fall asleep to it. And there's a bunch of sound bites from Jericho. And Jericho's like, if I could just sum up Sean in one word, it's just balls. You know, it's like, doesn't care. He just has balls, you know? It's just like. I feel like they still haven't made a great. HBK documentary. No. I didn't Not really a full like. One. I didn't really like the one where uh, he was up on the ladder on the cover. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know what that one was. Called. Heartbreaking triumph. Yeah, I just feel like yeah, his he needs a better one. It was good for like 07, but yeah. that was like WrestleMania 23. He's done so much since. Yeah, yeah. I want a. An Undertaker set down three hour documentary. Yeah. He still trips me out when he came back in what, 02 or 2002. And like that second run of his, like yeah, that was incredible. Fucking, yeah. Like almost better, if not better, than his initial run. Like, right, right. Fuck, who does that? Who? Yeah, and only him. Yeah, it is crazy. All right, so um, I'm gonna hit a pause real quick. I may have to hide your wife. All right, we're back, and uh, Scott Clayton is unloading his camera equipment. As we've covered earlier in the earlier in the pod, we are gonna do some okay exclusive interviews. So everyone is piling in at this point. So I see Scott Clayton and his buddy getting out, getting out of the little Kia Soul. Um, Excal's drinking White Claw. John's so bored talking about singing shows. He's drew, drew the alphabet on his cup with the Sharpie. So. Hey, so quick question about OKX. And, Not a joke. And whatever you guys yeah, yeah. kind of came up with. So eventually, are you going to make a belt and then give yourself that title as all promoters do? I should, shouldn't I? I think, I mean, that's... Why be different? <laughs> I, would, I would have to cut it into twos because I couldn't not give Jeremy a piece. Oh, but, yeah. uh, but you know, it is what it is. We'll, Partnerships, that's how, it, that's how it goes down really quick. Well, I mean, general perception is OKX was made to suck John Cross's dick. So maybe we'll put the belt on him. That's what people say. Oh, so. The one guy that was like still not that, wanting to be a part I of still it. Remember you John, us now. The only guy that can have... Uh, copyrighted music without the that's permission right. of the artist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you know why? Scott you, you, Bromley. You, you know why he can do that? Because he's John. Because of fucking John yeah. fucking Cross. That's, that's what. Why. That's literally what that's Scott why. Bromley tells people. <laughs> he tells people it's John fucking Cross. I love. I love. So it's been brought up. So we have to bring it up. Here's two things about my 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 licensed music at WFC. Number one, I didn't pick that song, and I had never heard that song until I was standing in the ring and Scott Bromley randomly played it. Number two, I have never one time been asked to change it for their copyrighted thing, and all they would have to do is 
play a different song, yeah. and I wouldn't care. So, no, I love this song. I don't think you should change it. Yeah, I just think the the whole rule was like, meh. Like, they're gonna fucking uh, like get rid of it anyway. Even if you have artist permission, yeah. Like, that's still you need more than that, right? Like, yeah, officially, but. Yeah, I mean, I got my permission for my new song. Hey, they're yeah. just trying to be safe, man. On one hand, they don't want to they don't want to get sued or anything by the potentially from other people's, and on the other hand, they don't want to piss me off. So, yeah. I mean, there yeah. you go. Well, yeah. I mean, Xcal po- posted something about that in one of the pages. They'll fucking retire again, they'll go and cry. <laughs> Xcal made something. He's like, only a certain few people can ignore cuss words and time and. Blah blah blah, and their oh, music, yeah, yeah. and then he posts this long thing, and Fuck, then dude, then, then XCal posts their status, and then Tim posts their status, and then then we're arguing, texting each other. I'm literally like, "Fuck off!" Like, yeah, we're we're cussing each other out. That's we every now and then. Tim and I have to butt heads, and then it's oh, like, I wasn't even talking about you. And it's like, oh yeah. yeah, you weren't. That's right. I don't know. He he get he. he he uh, WFC's his baby, and you can't even so much as like say anything. Sometimes you gotta grab that baby and you gotta shake it. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta choke it. Yeah, but throw, like, throw it up and it's the wall. like I, I know it's just like any other owner or any other like artist or you know they, nobody wants to be told how to run take their pride, shit or do their thing. Word. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. I'm just like, oh, be a little more open-minded. Yeah. You hear that, Tim? I'm just kidding. Don't fire me. Yeah. yeah. So uh, basically what he's saying is that XCal is saying that he doesn't get custom music, but John does. So moving, yeah. on, moving on, I guess. <laughs> um, did you try out for The Voice? I did one time. Yeah, Will and I, my, my like guitar, not guitar player, but like the other half of my band, we're a two-piece. Yeah. We went and tried out uh, together. We didn't make it. No one turned around? But uh, they, <laughs> yeah, we didn't do that part. Oh, you it's didn't just get that part. Little room with the producers, yeah. That which was so new to me. I actually like hit they up. Shit. I hit up one of the idol producers that I've become friends with. I, I became uh, friends with a couple of them, but she was like our segment producer, and I hit her up because I knew she used to work for The Voice as well. And I was like, so give me the rundown, and she's like, well, this one is it's way less gimmicky. Like they're they're really more about the voice than yeah. Uh, your backstory and all that shit. So it's like, oh, so basically you're telling me I have no fucking chance. Yeah. Now. You're like, I'll try anyway. It's like, I'll try with my buddy then. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's fast forward since we're going to try to do another 20 before we knock out the XCal interview. Um, tell me about your um, time going to Evolve and the time you spent partying with Matt Riddle afterwards. Oh, that was fun, yeah. Uh, well, I went down with uh, Aaron Anders. We were riding together from... Tulsa to San Antonio. Yeah. Um, and like the whole time, like I think we planned this maybe a couple weeks in advance. And the whole time I was expecting to go down there and wrestle him during this tryout until the day before, where I like sarcastically was like, So, yeah, are you going to be the guy that chooses me because of the email that mm-hmm. involves it? And I was like, Make sure you choose your opponent or you haven't. All worked out before you get there. Yeah, and so I was like sarcastically like, "Yeah, so are you choosing me?" Ha ha. But he's like, "Oh no, I'm wrestling Barrett." And I was like, "Oh well, fuck, <laughs> fuck." I was under the impression this whole time that it was you and I, since we were riding together. You're like and all, shit. And like yeah. Right. So literally the night before, I'm like, "Well, fuck." I don't know who <laughs> is gonna be there. So, like, once we get down there and do the try out i see like a few people that i know just people i hadn't seen in years through the texas scene and then yeah. like graham bell and uh, a few others and so it ended up like there was this chick that i was like i either want to wrestle her or graham since graham was like i at least knew him and i've yeah, seen yeah. him work before but and then there was a chick i was like i yeah. think i can get a good match out of her because i could just call everything and you know, yeah. and like I, all I wanted to do is two measly fucking moves, and uh, like so, it ended up me and Graham were doing, you know, gonna put together a match. It has to be five minutes exactly because at five minutes they ring the bell no matter what, and if yeah. you don't have it, you immediately fail your tryout. You know, yeah, that's what they tell you. So we 
plan out this match and like I, I can already tell by all the shit he's trying to do he's like trying to stuff 10 pounds into a five pound bag yeah, yeah. or you know stuff yeah. 10 pounds in. yeah right, I, right, I got you but um john gets it like it was just way too much i was like look i only want to get this like 360 roundhouse kick and my shooting star like that's it that's all i want and so you can have the rest of the match i don't give a fuck all right but yeah so we do all his shit and like I did get the kick in, but I did not get the shooting star, which sucked. Cause you needed this. That was the fi- the finish, and yeah, I definitely needed it because Gabe Sapolsky's really big on like flashy moves like that. And yeah. They were telling us even beforehand. They're like, you know, normally, you know, you would want to like make moves make sense. Don't fucking worry about it. Just show us your yeah. high spot shit. Like Gabe's yeah. a mark for that shit. So do that. So I wanted to hit a good shooting star and never got the chance. So I was. I was kind of butthurt about that. I mean, yeah. I know shit happens, though. I wasn't, like, mad at him. I didn't, like, say anything, but... You should just fucking ding, 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 matches over. You crawl up there and just hit it on the, on the yeah. ring. Yeah. Hey, I mean, by like, the way, my, I can do a shooting star. My saving grace was, like, at one point I had him down and, like, I looked at Gabe and I was like, I hope you're paying attention to this game. I might make your ass some money someday. <laughs> and so they all popped for that. But... Yeah, and, like, I got great feedback from him afterwards. Like, he emailed me, like, because he's like, if I didn't get to critique you on anything today, feel free to email me and I'll get back to you. And I was like, well, fuck, I'll try it. And he actually did, so I was like, cool. What was the critiques? Do you remember? Um, Like, it was... You didn't get enough offense. It was, like, mostly good. No, he was, like, he was saying, like, uh, I have a really unhinged vibe to me and I should really uh, amp that up a little bit more and he's like I, I think your 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 body's good I'm not telling you to uh, or he like complimented my physique and he's like right. and keep in mind that these guys you know are a lot more athletic and what I took out of that was like cardio like yeah, yeah. Be a little more explosive and fast and but he 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 stressed in the email I'm not saying run out and go get on the fucking juice or something yeah See, I'm not saying that. that. Wink, point. wink. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking when I read it. Too. Xcal's like, well, too bad. I took it that. But way. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> if you only you told me sooner, Gabe. But uh, yeah, so that's my evolved story. Oh, but, but hanging out with Matt Riddle, like they, you know, did their show after the tryout. They had a you know awesome show. It was one of Chris Hero's last yeah. nights there, and uh, they needed a, they needed somebody to give Matt Riddle and like. What's that, Chuck Taylor guy? Oh, yeah, he was there? I didn't know that. And Tracy Williams arrived to the Mm. hotel. And on my way there, like, Riddle was sitting shotgun. And I was like, did any of you guys happen to, like, bring any weed? Or were you all flown in and you can't get it on the plane? He's like, oh, you want some weed, bro? He's like, well, how about instead of dropping us off, you just park that car and you come up and hang with me? And so, like, yeah, he took us up to his room. That's pretty cool. Weed, just, uh, yeah, we were smoking out with him, and then he was like, I want some pizza. You guys want some pizza? And he fucking ordered us pizza. So he was a really nice guy. From what I hear, he's like, who he is on TV is who he is. He's yeah, like, very much so. And then even the next day, he, like, came and found me in air, and he's like, hey, I was going to let you guys know we're about to go out and smoke if you want to do it beforehand. Aaron's like, oh, man, I can't because, you know, we're... He was, like, yeah. just too nervous because they still had the show afterwards and we were going to be security at, and I was... I was like, uh, I can smoke and function, so I went out. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, I actually have a question. <laughs> Who's your favorite MMA fighter? MMA fighter? Right now, probably Jorge Masvidal. Oh, yeah, yeah, Masvidal's good. Of all time, I really don't know. I couldn't say off the top of my head. I was just glad you didn't say GSP. Cause I'm, no! He's like the most boring fighter. He, like, yeah, I'm, I've always been kind of bored about that, so... Uh, yeah, I couldn't really say all time, but right now, definitely Jorge. I would really like to see Jorge and Connor. I think that'd be good, and I think people would really be surprised that Jorge might just downright run him That's down what and fuck him up. His his offense was unbelievable. To, oh, against Nate? Against Nate. It was unbelievable. Dude. Yeah, and then people were like, oh, but Nate's a fourth and fifth round guy. I was like... He wasn't the same it. thing would have happened. He would just kept getting his ass beat. He like, wouldn't have made it. Well, you're lucky. I love Diaz. 
he's lucky that they stopped it because the cut because it saved face for him. Oh, yeah. It, it, sa- it saved money fights. There's a rematch. There's Connor. Oh, definitely. You didn't just bury Nate Diaz because if the UFC really doesn't want to get on the D- Diaz train, that's the perfect. If Masvidal just ran through, they'd be like, all right, man, appreciate it. And if we wanted to be conspiracy theorists, they they could have like had the doctor stop it just so they could drag out another fight, like the revenge fight. Or, like, See, so much, so much is played out now, like in in sports in general. I constantly think of that. Yeah, I'm well, like, you know, pro yeah. wrestlers, we're always worried. And, you know, come yeah. from this. Everything's a work. Yeah. Everything's Dana. Dana. Dana's about to work, dude. Dana. I'm telling you, I love Dana. He's all about the money fight. But it's like I think if there's a place to work something, there's something, there's something to work between Cerrone and McGregor. There's something in there, you know what I mean? Whether they want to admit it or not, I've never seen Cerrone be beat like that. You know, Ooh, like, I think it was a money. Fight. I know it was quick, and maybe like maybe the promotion was too much for Cerrone, or it was just, I don't think it was a, a fix. I just don't think Cerrone was ready for Connor. Like, yeah, uh, I think they're in two different leagues, you know. Uh, because I don't think Cerrone is at his peak right now, and his chin is getting weaker and yeah. weaker. So. Like Liddell? Yeah. Liddell's yeah, he's getting, fast, yeah. I think his best years are behind him. And yeah. You should probably think about wrapping it up soon. I'm I glad know. I got this. John, who's your favorite MMA fighter? Uh, I don't know. I do like MMA. I know what you're trying to get at. I don't have a favorite. <laughs> I just like, know you don't like. I'm I'm a knockout guy. Like if I'm gonna watch MMA, I'm gonna go search for the top ten greatest head kicks of all time. Like it's I, crazy if you're not a big fan. I think you would be yeah. good at jujitsu. Right, right, and that's and I, I totally respect like martial arts and stuff. I fucking love all that shit. I love the training and all that stuff, but. I'm not a guy that like follows MMA or watches a big fight, and I yeah. always kind of laugh when I hear people are like, "Yeah, we're we're going out to B Dubs to watch the fight," and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm gonna watch it on Instagram." Yeah, and I'm about, not gonna be there. in about 30 minutes. I'm gonna watch it on Instagram for free. Like, so, I mean, what do I care? We bought the McGregor and Cerrone. Like, well, I went I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, waited two hours. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna buy it." Yeah. It's only 75 bucks. The match was like a minute long. I was at work, and uh, I was like. You know, I found a stream online yeah. for free, and it froze up. And then yeah. by the time it clicked on, and the match was over, I was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, something yeah. happened. Knocked out by a shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> by a shoulder. Uh, I mean, like, if I had to pick a fucking favorite MMA fighter, I'm gonna pick like the 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 Nunez chick or something. Oh like, yeah, honestly, oh, like, God, she's a beast, like I don't know, like I just just because every time I watch her fight, I'm like, this bitch would beat the. Fuck out of me! Oh, like they all would, she's obviously. A killer, yeah. But she's like, I just, oh, man, I just love like, like watching her kill. Like I, I sat there and watched her. Like I don't remember. It was just, it was titled like Amanda Nunes's Rise to Power, where she like <laughs> destroys Holly Holmes and then Ronda Rousey, and and like it just goes on and on and on. And I'm like, this bitch is bad. Dude, I could like, definitely see why you're, uh, you wouldn't be a big MMA fan though, because yeah. I'll say, back when I first saw UFC. Mm-hmm. Like I was probably twelve years old. It was I rented the tape. Yep. Uh, like it was probably yep. UFC three or something like that. Yep. But I rented it and I thought it was gonna be awesome. You're mm-hmm. gonna see like karate versus mm-hmm. fucking street fighters. And it's gonna be amazing, like the pit fighter game. Right. And then I watch it and it, it was boring as fuck. They yeah. were like hugging each other on yep. the ground doing grappling. And since I didn't know shit about grappling, yep. I thought it was boring as fuck. Absolutely. I think Dana made it really big putting out like the cash hits for the knockouts, the fight of the Yeah. And, and so stuff, like stuff my like my introduction to MMA was uh, so I used to live out in bumfuck fucking nowhere. Like I lived in the 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 outskirts of a outskirt town. Like it was a shitty little town that fed off of a bigger right town and I lived on the outside of that. <laughs> So there was a little gas station there called like Kaimichi Camp and they 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 sold like bait minnows for like fishing and shit and they had a little video rental section and they had some fucking UFC VHSs and I I remember renting them and exactly what you just said right thought all oh, this would be badass and it was really just like <laughs> Horse Gracie, like in a in a full karate oh, gi, yeah. like, and they would sit there and go, "Yeah, he likes to wear the full gi because it absorbs all his sweat, so he's not as slippery." And like, I just remember listening to all yeah. that, and and he's like, "Like he's genius, by the way." But yeah, yeah, but also proud. like, I remember like that. Obviously, this is what stood out to me, but like, I remember like he would be trying to put people in like triangles by reaching down and grabbing the cuff of his pants yeah. and pulling his yeah. leg up by that, yes. and I was like. That's genius. <laughs> that's, that's actually so. Um, I read an article a couple yeah. of years ago why the UFC went to trunks. Yeah, and like uh, like the spandex deals yeah, yeah. is because of that. It's yeah, the people got makes pissed sense. Oh, it's so unfair. Yeah, makes like sense. for yeah. other people fighters, like, makes total I, I sense. I also uh, I don't know how you feel about it. I kind of I don't really like the fact that they could tape their ankles. 
but but then again, like some some point of me. Oh, like, for gripping, yeah. Like some point of me is like, why would you tape your ankles? Because now you can't extend your foot all the way out for a kick. So now you're. Only, I imagine if they do, they have to because of an injury. Yeah, yeah. They're probably not doing it for like an advantage, maybe. But some people I have heard like or. Uh, uh, Frank Beer would like tape his knee up, and yeah, yeah. they're like, "Is he doing that for friction so he can like so grab can, a hold?" Because yeah, yeah. dude, no gi, like you know, there's gi jujitsu, and then there's no gi, yeah. and fucking like, I'm way better at gi because like I have something to grab a hold yeah, of yeah. and hold on to, especially with uh, most guys are bigger than me, so I, you know, it fucking helps. With no gi, you have nothing to grab on to, right. that's why I usually like MMA fighters. They're like white belts in jiu-jitsu, but they're not really white belts. They'll fucking kill you. Like, right, right, They right. just don't do the, they don't do the gi classes. Yeah, so. Right. So those guys are sneaky. Don't ever let them fool you. So yeah, a, couple year, no. a couple years ago, I did sparring for boxing, and I just did it for, like, cardio workouts uh, while I was in college. And I was in, I was in our gym, this gym in uh, Independence, Kansas, and they had an octagon set up in there for, like, a little, indie, for, like, a little indie show. Well, this dude's in there sparring, and his sparring partner got hurt, and I'm the only fucker in this gym. Only fucker. And I'm just over there just hitting the heavy bag, like, just fucking around. Mind of my own business. And they, they, were, they, they were like, we'll give you 50 bucks if you come in here and just spar with him. And they gave me, like, the headgear and everything. Wow. Dude punched me so hard in the face, I took that shit off and walked out. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> he fought me so hard, my head, like, jolted back. I was like, yeah, I'm out. There were things about, like, during my fight camp, my training, like... Yeah, you just like getting punched in the face. You just never get used to it. Like, I've been in fights before. Fuck. I just never got hit like square in the fucking face. It is like the most random because it was like bam, bam, hit in the face. You're, you're out. At that point, uh, when I started my training for my fight, I had been doing jujitsu, you know, off and on for a couple years. But like, really, I was going for about a year straight, like really consistent. My ears were fine. Uh, four, four or five weeks into my fight camp, I like get this gnarly cauliflower ear. Where yeah, like, yeah. just I don't know if it was from like being crunched or punched in the ear. Yeah. But yeah, I get like all this drainage and shit, and I still have probably like three or four weeks left of my fight camp, so I can't drain it because otherwise this is gonna pop back up yeah, again. Yeah. yeah probably yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. So I have to like keep that shit going. It's, it was like it wasn't. It didn't hurt really. It was just so weird feeling, and I yeah. felt like I couldn't hear. Sometimes. I used to. I used to do. I used to wrestle for like ten years. Me and Josh used to wrestle like the wrestling mat wrestling. Yes. And uh, so you guys are familiar with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like we we would always. I would always face people with the cauliflower ear, but I never got it until like whenever I got closer up in junior high that's whenever they started implementing you had to wear headgear to save you from getting it yeah but like people would still have it I wear it like a badge of honor now and I think that's yeah. probably why people still have it now too they're like yeah. ah the headgear's for yeah. pussies yeah, yeah. yeah like usually and it's a good like sometimes it can de-escalate situations cause I know for me if I get into it with somebody and I see their ears are fucked up yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna be like, uh, this guy's a grappler. I don't, I don't know if I want to go through with this. One hundred percent. I've always said like it, like I mean, not that I get in many fights, but like whenever I, if I am ever trying to get rowdy with someone and I notice their fucking ears like that, I'm like, I'm you know what? Yeah. We'll buy this guy a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this. It's like you know, some snakes have stripes that yeah. warn you. Like, yeah. that oh shit! Right. Like, I can always, I can always pinpoint someone out. Like, yeah, they got hands. See, this is how I would get out of a, a fucking MMA hold. Uh, I would pull my fucking sledgehammer up. Oh yeah. Of my fucking uh, and 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 my fucking go plata. You're gonna try to put me in a fucking uh, plata or something? I'm gonna smash in the face with the sledgehammer. That's how I'm gonna. We're, we're watching uh, Undertaker Triple H from <laughs> Hell in a Cell. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which man is I 27 or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it was the Hell in the Cell one. Yeah. The yeah. end of the era. Yeah, it's John Tech. End of the era. Yeah. This was a great match. Well, like the, Chuck Liddell. Yeah, haircut. I actually thought I did like this one. I, I don't think I liked it as much as uh, maybe the uh, a different play, match. Yeah. Is this the one where they all walk away together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I liked it. I, I wish it wouldn't have been a hell in the cell though. Actually. Yeah, it's a little weird. They had it, so they wrestled. They didn't really use. They wrestled it the much. year before, one on one, just like no DQ or something. Yeah. And then they had the Hell in a Cell with this one. And, and they didn't really use the cell that much in this one, did they? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so, huh? I don't think so. That was just a spectacle. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm never a fan, and, like, this is a very small example of it. The, the Triple H Sting match is a huge example of it. But, like, 
I cannot fathom ever having a match with someone like no DQ and super high steps and all that shit and then like smashing them in the face with a sledgehammer and then hugging them and everybody raising your arms together at yeah, the end of it. Nobody hands. gets to smash me in the face with a sledgehammer yeah. and then give me a hug afterwards. Yeah. But, you know, number one, I'll be in the hospital. Number two, <laughs> yeah. fuck you for ever hitting me in the face with a sledgehammer. So that's that's one of the reasons I despise that Dude, fucking that, match. I, like that had no logic. I, yeah, I, it was I so it. bad. It, I mean, it's just really, you, you wonder yeah. what was going on. You really, when, really when they that's, put that together. It's a glaring example of just like, like, are, are we just trying to fucking bury the WCW? Guy? Yeah. Like, do you I think Sting should have won that? Yes, absolutely. I do too. Without a doubt, like without a doubt, I, I think he should have. And regardless of whether he did or not, I don't think there should have been a big hug or anything at the oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I hated all the DX. I didn't NWO even really like that. Yeah, because yeah. it really didn't make right. sense at it all became for kind the of NWO a comp, to. Yeah. It yeah. didn't make any. You could just sense. tell they were just trying to use the guys. That it were was there. just for the sake of the crowd reaction. Yeah. Like at WrestleMania, you've got all the the, the crazy fans, and you bring out the NWO randomly it for the first the time moment. in forever. Yeah, it's all about the moment. The, the other thing I hate more than anything in the world is when you're watching a show like this, and all the commentary is doing is going. This is a moment. Yeah. I'm like, shut. Just because you say it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate that. It's just so. Too speak, speaking of moments, feeding um, it to you on the nose. Sting bullshit. was my favorite as a kid. Sure. Though, but yeah. I want. He was I my first hear, favorite. I want to hear both of your guys. Is what's what's the saddest retiring match? Like retirement match in WWE history. The saddest retirement match. Yeah. I mean. The saddest. Mine's Flair. Well, Flair, Flair, Flair is the Flair. obvious choice, which I agree with, because Flair's like he's one of my favorites of all time. The saddest retirement moment for me was was Daniel Bryan's speech. Like that wasn't a match, oh, yeah. but the the speech that he gave, like I just remember just like I think like being Edge. broken, like by what? Yeah, Edges was super Edges sad, too, was sad too. But like yeah. Daniel Bryan's, I was just like like because they put it out like the day before, like Bryan's gonna make a special announcement, and then like the day of, it was all over Twitter, just like Brent Bryan's uh, retiring tonight, and and I just remember like texting like Aaron Anders, being like like where's the swerve? Like you know, wrestling's all about the swerve, right? Because they're putting all this out there, so it can't be what's really gonna happen, right? And then it just happened, and I just remember being like broken at that. Do you point, think so. he's a better hill or baby? Oh, I don't know. I, I, but he's he's a he's a he's he's really great at both. But like, you can't really beat that image of like fifty thousand people all doing the yes at the same time. Like, it's it's one of the most amazing sights ever. I'm only ever, going off so. your post that you made the other day. Of, like, I love your, him as a heel. Like like your little yeah. deal that you oh, had for yeah. the top wrestler. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, I loved him as like the planet's champion heel, though. Like, I love that. And stuff. You know, people forget about this one, but it was for me. It was like. Stone Cold's farewell, mm-hmm. but it was like Survivor Series mm-hmm. 2003, I believe. Yeah, because Brett Albright, like, uh, I was training with him at the time, and yeah. like, he got to go and be one of the extras. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. So I remember that, like, I so I think it was 2003, yeah. Survivor Series, and they had the Bischoff team, yeah, versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, so Steve Austin did the his like promo at the end of that, mm-hmm. and like, for me, that was like one of the like it was like the retirement speech you never got to have sure it was like a tender moment even though they had you know calamity after that but it, where he was like you know i don't say this a lot but i love the shit out of you guys yeah yeah and he's like That's you know really it started cool, yeah. in dallas texas and yeah. it's you know you know it's ending in dallas so I thought, texas I so, like i really liked that even though it wasn't a technically yeah. like what you're talking about but it's probably his answer too would be sure. Daniel Bryan's yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, of course. And it was very sad for Edge because he didn't have a choice of the matter. He just and like, it was, it like was out like, of nowhere too. Like that he didn't just, even get to have a farewell match. Right. You know, he was just like, hey, fuck off. Edge's was so sad. Yeah, and the fair. fact that he got so emotional whenever he came back. What I really hated too is that his match he had it was with Alberto Del Rio. And it was the opening match for yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah. But they kept saying, it's, he, he retired in the main event of WrestleMania. It's like, <laughs> that's when WWE's on the kick of like saying there was multiple matches. That's when they were yeah, telling yeah, CM Punk he's in the yeah, main event. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're the opening match. Edge, like, no one cares about Del Rio. Edge won. Congrats. But since Josh is back, um, favorite entrance. I think yours was favorite. Stone Cold. Favorite entrance music? No, just favorite. Yeah, yeah favorite entrance. That, that post entrance. said favorite entrance music, and that's Stone Cold. Uh, like favorite entrance, like all around, like cosplay gimmick. Like, my my favorite, like I I'm telling you right now, like just to stay to, to get a little modern, like 
uh, Shinsuke's WrestleMania with the uh, uh, was it Nina Strauss? Like yeah. that oh, was yeah, fucking yeah. dope, man. I absolutely loved that. I still loved his first one, his yeah. very first one from Takeover. Oh yeah, yeah. Where yeah, he did like this really, like, yeah, yeah. This uh, the lights, right in front of the, the lights changed. Like yeah, because that they, one for me, I really loved. That was his. great, man. That was a fantastic. I really, uh, I really fuck with uh, Ricochet's. For some reason. Oh, really? I really yeah, like yeah. Ricochet's. Everything, yeah, Ricochet does some really cool outfits and stuff, which I appreciate. I, I, so. really, I really like his cosplay, his throwback. My favorite is probably Kenny Omega's everything entrance that he yeah. does. Music, I loved Bret Hart's because I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's so great, right? Yeah, yeah, my my great. buddy Will, he'll play that in practice sometimes because he loved Bret Hart's music too. He's like, right. But probably Undertaker just like by default because we all yeah, we were. Me and I'm trying to think of his like. I think it was WrestleMania 20. He had a really great entrance because yeah, that's where he returned. Yeah, and his hair was long again. That one was start. great. So that is that would be one of my favorite entrances of all time as well because, every, you know, everybody knows Undertaker's coming back, and it, it, it was the first time he was going to come back in forever. But the lights go out. Nobody, nobody knew that Paul Bearer was going to be there. So when the yeah. lights go out, and then you hear, oh yeah, yeah like yeah. that. Everybody, the the fucking place goes crazy because you haven't seen Paul Bear in forever, yeah. and like that was amazing. So I, I love that. I love that entrance. I love that. Yeah. We Jericho's. always forget about that one because you know we can't talk about that. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. Jericho's right? was good too. Whenever he debuted at AEW, whenever he did like the different. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was different really cool. Y2J. That's very dope. Yeah, absolutely, man. God, Jericho, like, uh, I love that guy. I love him. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong, uh, but there's something about him. He's like that. Uh, He's like the cool dad that hangs out at the party, yeah. the high school party. That's the vibe he puts off all the time. Right. For me, anyway. Absolutely, man. But, like, God damn it. He, he, he's, he deserves he, all that. He deserves everything. He yeah, for sure. No doubt. Well, XCal, thank you for joining us. I'm going to wrap this up because Alex is treating us exactly like they treated him and uh, Jason Jones at the karate place yep. in uh, Perfect Practice where they started – Fucking running the goddamn vacuum cleaner while they tried to record <laughs> promos on, on his on his own <laughs> podcast. So I, I do appreciate you coming on. I'm sorry this has been one of the worst environments for a podcast of all time. However, hey, we, we're dealing with a pandemic. So. That's what we do, man. That's what man, we do. Was we dodge viruses. We fucking we, we dodge, dodge viruses. Drink white claws. We dodge vipers and uh, <laughs> peace out. <laughs>